0: So right now you got out of this relationship and you're super upset, you're super sad, you were frustrated, you can't believe you went through something like that. And you think that now you're like, I'm never doing that again, I know my worth now, I know who I am, right? And you're starting to get this mindset because you're upset. But trust me, if you don't do any of the work to figure out who you are, why you were in a situation like this, uh, you will continue this cycle three, six months from now, eight months from now, unless you just want to be bitter and never date again. But I don't want that for you. If you're on my platform, I work with women who don't want to be bitter. (laughs) You actually want to get the type of relationship that you want. Yep, welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika, and I am an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth. That means you so that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me... $10,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough, and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. In the Bible, no one is called your blessing unless they have the power to produce well-being in you and are deeply connected to you in faith and social bond. I am reading a quote from Timothy Keller uh, with his wife, Kathy Keller. They wrote a book called God's Wisdom for Navigating Life. I posted this on TikTok and actually Twitter and Instagram, and uh, I got a few messages about Uh, what, what page is this or what book is this? And so I decided to also share it with you. Hey, how's your summer going? Happy summer, man. We are in the midst a month and a half to go, right? Uh, no, maybe still two months. Cause summer is usually two and a half months, right? It starts June 22nd and goes to like September 21st, but anyway, I hope you are enjoying your summer. I just got back from Oakland for my birthday celebrations Uh, Shout out to my cancers. It's still technically cancer season. (laughs) We out here. Um, And I go to Denver in a few weeks here. uh, And then I'm planning a trip to see Usher. Although that's going to be in September. So it might be after uh, summer. But anyway, I hope your summer is going well. So let's get into it. Because you know I have some episodes for you to listen to. I want to gauge where you are right now. I want to encourage you. And I want to lead you in the direction of what longer, fuller episode uh, to listen to. Okay. So this is just real quick. So anyway, that was a quote from this book called God's Wisdom for Navigating Life. And of course I'll put it in the show notes. It goes on to say, sex outside marriage is to exchange true intimacy for its parody. A parody is a cartoonish imitation. I want you to take that in. So all the sex that you're having with these men that are causing you these cycles of dysfunction that are causing you to feel shame, um, that are causing you to feel angry for the sex that you did, did have. Cause I've said this before and I'll say it again. I've never heard a woman say, I wish I would have started having sex earlier. I wish I would have started having sex earlier with him. Nope. You always say, we always say. I regret that. Why did I have sex with him? Why didn't I wait and you get angry? So I'm going to read that again. Sex outside marriage is to exchange true intimacy for its parody. A parody is a cartoonish imitation. Look at these relationships, the cycle you've been in with men. Has it been cartoonish? When you, I'm going to go back to the book. When you have given yourself wholly to another in marriage and the other person has also made a solemn commitment That would be hard to break. There is a new level of trust and thus freedom from fear. And so you can literally lose yourself in their love. If you have not done so, you may only lose yourself. Sex outside of marriage, lose yourself. that, That phrase, sex outside of marriage, lose yourself. Has that been happening to you? And I'm not here to tell you, oh, you got to wait till the piece of paper is signed and you're going to hell and your relationship isn't going to be amazing uh, if you don't wait until your honeymoon or what have you, right? I have been on this podcast and have said, I don't know how long I'm going to be abstinent. Right now it is working for me and I'm choosing to stay abstinent until I find somebody who is suitable for me. And I don't know if that means we get married on July 20th second of 2025 and that is the day that we had that night we have sex no I may be with him realize the relationship is fruitful flourishing and and fulfilling realize he's making a full commitment already and then decide okay we can add in some physical and know. but I, I will say this I will know that I know that I know we are on the pathway to marriage You know what I mean? And even with that, there's an asterisk because I will tell you these three and a half years that I've been abstinent, I can tell it's getting harder. I think that somebody had asked me uh, years ago, like, how long do you think you can wait? Um, The answer is three and a half years because it is getting really hard. Um, I'm a little over three and a half years now, but uh, it is getting hard. So there's things that I'm doing. To kind of help that uh, still staying pretty much strict to like men coming over and leaving by nine. Um, Also, I get massages once a month because there's statistics about like not being touched for a long time and how that has a negative effect. So I'm like, okay, well, how can I get somebody to touch me? Oh, massages. Great. I'm hugging my friends more. (laughs) And I'm telling you, physical touch is not my love language, but I think I'm about to turn into that is about to turn into my love language once I get into a relationship, I'm probably going to want him to touch me all the time because my God, this is not an easy, See, it was e- The first three years were easy, man, especially with the, the community I live in. I ain't dating nobody here. I ain't never dated anybody here in Tri-Cities, Washington, but, um, let me take a drink. So it, it, it was easy. And I think that I'm out of quote unquote dangers way because I live here. Uh, it's when I move that I'm worried about. And, uh, that's a whole nother podcast, but this time next year, I better be in, uh, where I want to move to. So anyway, let me get back to you. Okay. So I had a, a, a lady on TikTok. She wrote on one of my videos and she said, um, how do I do it? Because I'm losing my mind and I'm assuming she's meaning. And I always, Anytime you ask me a question, I always try to get some clarification. So I was like, can you clarify your question? I'm not sure why you say you're losing your mind. I need to know. But anyway, I'm assuming she's meaning tell me how to do it. Meaning how do I get out of this cycle of dysfunction with men? And the first thing without knowing, I don't know you. I don't know you. You're not my client. I am not your coach. So you are listening to my voice right now and I don't know you. So the greatest answer that I can give you right now is you are going to have to finally decide, do you want what the world has been offering you for the rest of your life? What you've been going through with men, not knowing who you are, is that are you good with that? Or do you want to see what God's got for you? Like for real, not the level you've been settling on because God loves you right now, girl. Like however you're living, God is like, I mean, I tried to give her principles so she can have peace, but whatever, I still love her. If you've confessed with your mouth, believe in your heart, uh, Jesus, and you've had that, you, you're good, right? God still loves you. There's nothing you can do more of or less of or whatever for God to be like, oh, thank God, I love her more. No. But do you truly want to know God, what God's got for you for real this time? Not at the level you're settling for because God loves you regardless, but if you want more peace... The peace that is promised for God from God, you have to do the work. So basically, long story short, without all the rambling, you have work to do. Rika, how do I get the peace that you have? How do I stop this cycle? You have work to do. And you know that my podcast is for women of faith, especially black women. We grew up in a Baptist, Methodist, (laughs) Southern Baptist, which is different than I know what we was learning up here in Washington state, way of Christianity and religion that did not actually teach us real world, um, principle led, Jesus led, uh, theology. Yeah. Yeah. They just told us, oh girl, you, you know, they groomed us to be wives and your boy Boaz is coming and just pray for him. Now we 28, 35 and 42 and he, we still don't have Boaz and we're in this cycle of dysfunction with men. And now we're trying to figure out how to get out of it. Cause you're at a place and you're like, wait a minute. There's a lot of things that were not taught to me. And there's a lot of things that I need to learn. And so you start from there because you have a lot of unlearning to do deprogramming of yourself to do. So then you can relearn and reprogram yourself. The Bible says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You have a great heart. Uh, Your intentions are wonderful. Your heart is great. Well, it may be a little hopeless now just because of all the pain, but that right. It's not it's. It's not the heart right now that you need to be working on. It's your mind. The Bible does not say be transformed by the renewing of your heart. Mm -mm. It does say guard your heart, though. And you can start today with guarding your heart while you're in the process of renewing your mind. And so you have to finally get to the point where you decide who do I want to be? Do I want to be past me? Or do I want to actually become the woman that I say that I want to be? And you got to be for real in doing the work. Because I've had a few women who've asked for my help. I give them an assignment and they don't do it. And half the time when I give you an assignment, why, um, which is the process of joining Single You Academy is a long, lengthy application process. And I do that because if you don't do it, you are not serious. That is for me to let me know. Okay, she's serious. So let me coach her. And I'm not even saying you got to work with me. I'm just saying the answer is, Rika, how do I get the peace that you have? How do I stop this cycle with men? You have work to do. Find a place to start and start. Excellent. I heard this from uh, Pastor Darius Daniels, who's my mentor, because I will never not have a coach, (laughs) which I also use as therapy. Um, he said, you know, the, 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 the devil comes to kill, steal and destroy, right? We know that, that, that's a, that's a a scripture in the Bible. People think that the devil's coming after like our excellence. Nope. He's coming after your peace. That's how he can kill, steal and destroy you, confuse you. And so we are in this moment in time of where we, 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 I'm about, it's giving boss check and what's the Hey, shout out to lotto. Black excellence, right? But let me tell you something. Excellence comes from order, which brings peace. So if you are not, if you are in this um, tornado of not being, uh, not feeling peaceful, having, you know, crying at night, feeling extremely lonely in this lane specifically with men, I guess you could apply it to other areas, but I just stay in this lane, right? I'm gonna stay in my lane, staying in my lane. <laughs> In this lane of relationships with men, you are struggling. You don't have peace. It's because you don't have a strategy. You don't have order, which is therefore your singleness, your single life is not excellent. A lot of people, I think Cameo and I talked about this on an episode here on the podcast, but we talked about how we don't believe that you can actually fail at singleness, right? We think, oh, we broke up or we got a divorce or whatever. I failed at relationships which I don't think I would never, I don't know that I use that term anymore. Oh, their relationship failed. But anyway, you get what I'm saying. You think that you could fail at a relationship. You do not think that you can fail at singleness. And I could argue if you're in this cycle of dysfunction with men, with men, your life is not peaceful as a single woman, that you're failing. I don't like using that word, but we just, hey, Straight shot, no chaser. Okay. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I came that, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. That's John 10, 10. I'm going to put this scripture in the, the show notes. Luke 19 and 10 says, for the son of man came to seek and save the lost. So I could argue you're a little lost in this lane. Again, specifically of relationships with men. God came to seek you. That one sheep he's going after is you. He came to seek you and save you. You're lost, sis. You're lost. All you have to do is answer the call. Who is the woman you actually want to be? Because I know... Past you, like if you look at today, whenever you're listening to this episode and the years before today, you don't want that in this lane of relationships. There's no way you're like, yep, I could do this until about I'm um, 105. No way. So you're going to have to make a pivot. You have work to do. Okay. So we're going to reverse engineer this thing called life. And start from within, inside of you. Instead of seeking the attention of men because I need to get married. Because I don't know how to be alone. Because I have codependency issues. Because my attachment style is this. So I need to seek the attention of men so I can always have company. No. Reverse engineer yourself. Who is the woman that you want to be? And then do everything in your power to become her. And then one day you will wake up and you will be her and you will be proud. Two years from now, you're going to be like, wow, no, this life. I can do this till 102. Because that's where I'm at. And I started in 2017. So I'm going to read you something that I posted on Facebook. Speaking of starting in 2017 and being uh, in a very peaceful State of my life right now. I'm going to read you something and then I'm going to tell you some episodes that you can listen to to start. So I said, quote, what you're seeing now is a harvest that I've been working on since June of 2017. I'd ran, I ran with it. And guess what? I'm not going to do? stop running. My life feels good. My mind feels good. The first step for me was asking myself, what does God say about me? Second step was what does God say about relationships? And now I'm on my third chapter of the spiritual journey. And right now it's all about wisdom. What does God consider wise? I study the scripture in lanes. I don't just read the Bible anymore. I simply want to be changed after reading the Bible because I know what the word, which is the armor of God can do. So I trust it and I can lean heavily on that. And I do. I'm one of God's people doing good work in the public sector for the common good using my influence, impact, and income to change the world. I used to think that I can only use the talent God gave me in church. Nah, I'm not here in this season to influence church folks. I'm for the streets (laughs) in the most Jesus way. And I lead them up. I got the I'll turn water into wine. And then I'll encourage you without you even knowing it. Mindset. And I want that for you, sis, and that's where I'm at. So let's reverse engineer. I want you to start with episode 43. Linnea on what does a God-fearing man even mean? What does he look like? Plus, how it may be causing you to be mishandled by men consistently. You literally saying, I want a God-fearing man. How many times have you said that growing up in church and look at the BS, the cycle of dysfunction you've been in, even though you said, I want a God-fearing man. And then I'll throw in episode 43.2. It was a bonus episode. It was after the Linnea conversation. And I said, becoming her, a woman who holds herself accountable to future you, the woman you say you want to be. That's all I got. Hit me up if you need to. Bye. Consider me your homegirl in your head. Again, it's Rika And if you need to reach out to me Listen, don't hesitate It's not going to be weird On Twitter and on Instagram I am just me, Rika That's R-E-K-A And I'm going to put my Twitter, Instagram, and email In the show notes, okay? You can also join me over In my private Facebook group titled, Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? (laughs) You know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, if I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because... Sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay, or your homeboy. (laughs) Please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? All you got to do is say that you liked it or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro, was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's Single Ladies, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.